everyone, welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors, of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. How's it going, Michelle? Oh, it's going good. good it's good. going good. I'm riding high from, from our rock star lifestyle last I know, right? night. It was pretty incredible. Agreed. I was not expecting to be backstage, but uh, it was that was great. That was... Yeah, we went over to the Heart by Heart concert yes. and totally got, like, brought a birthday cake, as we said we would, yep. and then ended up getting pulled backstage, got pulled on stage. It was amazing. It was amazing. That was fun. I like... stole beer. <gasps> Michelle did. I have my purse beer, I think, well, still out there. <laughs> they said we helped ourselves to the tent, and there was beer in there, so, so I did. mean, yeah, <laughs> as you do. Um, but no, that was a lot of fun. So you can check out our post about that. Um, I posted some pictures and such. So delightful. Yes. So it was a lot of fun. So yeah, we're famous and rock stars now. I didn't know if you knew. (laughs) Not so much. No, 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 but hey, it was a fun experience and yeah, yeah. That's great. So today, uh, it's summertime, so what you drink on a hot day, you drink some lemonade. Hell yes, you So do. Michelle, she makes everything from scratch, so I'm so thankful because <laughs> I would not do this. I just word up some lemonade. Tell us how. It was actually really easy. This is my new favorite thing. We have a lot of Arnold Palmer. Arnold. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Arnie Palmies, as I like mm. to call them. So I've been making a lot of lemonade. It's super easy. You just throw, like, this time I used three whole lemons uh-huh. and washed them really good, cut them in half, threw them into the Vitamix, let them sort of grind up, and mm-hmm. then I put probably about a cup of sugar, and then I filled the Vitamix up with water, and mm. then let that whir up for a while, and then filter it, or, you know, strain it, I guess, and mm-hmm. boom, you got lemonade. And Straight so, from the lemons. Oh, yeah. It's super good. And it's super easy. It takes like three seconds to make. Yeah. What else is in there? Oh, good point. Um, <laughs> so into the lemonade, we added probably about maybe a half a shot worth of peach schnapps. Mm-hmm. So we made a little peach lemonade. And then we did probably a, I don't know, shot, shot and a half uh-huh. of <laughs> vodka into uh, the, on top of some lemonade and ice and mm-hmm. boom, you got a yummo cocktail. What do we call it? Ooh, good point. Like peach lemonade? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Done. Nailed Fair it. Fair enough. There we go. You're amazing, Caitlin. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So it was really refreshing. And even though it's like a half shot of the peach, you can really taste it. It really comes through. So peach schnapps, amazing. Yeah. We'll probably be doing a rerun of this lemonade when we pull out our peach crown. Oh, eventually. yeah. We're going to do that. Once peaches try that. are in season. Mm. I'm going to make peach syrup again. And oh, it's yeah. going to be delicious this time. Okay. I, I was know not you... happy last time. I know. You'll yeah. get it. I'll get there. I'll get there. All right. All right. Are you going to You have a little story to tell I, us? I do have a little story to tell. All, All right. right. Set the scene for us, Caitlin, if you would. I will. It is... Well, okay, so, sorry, the survivor's name is Ashley Reeves. Ashley Reeves, okay. Yes. and it's April 2006 in Milstead, Illinois. So, Ashley is 17 years old, and she lives with her parents and has been dating her boyfriend, Jeremy Smith, for two years now. Okay. So, on this certain day, she was heading to a job interview in Fairview Heights that's about 15 miles away. Okay, okay. So, she is driving an SUV that actually belongs to her boyfriend. So she's just borrowing it. 
Mm. Um, but she's gone all day. And now it's dark and she still has not come home. Her family has not heard from her. Even her friends have not heard from her. And they're not, she's not answering so in text messages. She was expected home long ago. And right. now some alarm bells are going off. Yeah, because she was just going to go to a job interview. And that doesn't take oh, hours. Okay. okay. Yeah, quite right. So Ash's mom calls the police. And the police receives a lot of these calls. Usually the majority of the time... You know, her phone is dead and she's out with friends, you know, or... She decided to stop off, do a little shopping or something. Yeah, exactly. Because usually, like, missing persons, it's like, what, 48 hours or 24 hours? I know. Well, according to all the movies and TVs. That's true. Yeah, it's very (laughs) true. It's always 24 to 48 hours. Right. But the police heard something different in her mom's voice and decided to look into it right away. Mm, Okay. So not long after that, they actually find the SUV and it is in Ladderman Park. And the car inside, they found her interview outfit, basketball clothes, and no Ashley. Mm, So maybe she never made it to the interview or? It looks, yeah, it looks like it. So investigators reach out to her boyfriend, Jeremy, and bring him in for questioning. Mm. Jeremy says that he was out of town when uh, he was out of town uh, at that night and he has no clue where she was. He tells them that she was going for an interview and going to play basketball. Okay. So it turns out Ashley would often meet 27-year-old Samson Shelton to play basketball. Okay. So Samson is the... Driver's education and physical education instructor at a rival uh, school and is an inspiring professional wrestler calling himself the teacher. Hmm, okay. Um, can we stop real quick? How old is Ashley again? 17. Okay. (laughs) Just curious. Yeah, that's fair. So while this is happening, Ashley's parents are doing their own investigation. Oh, they're like, "Uh uh-uh, we're not fucking waiting for the police. So they pull up her uh, phone bill and just start calling all the numbers that are listed on that phone bill. (laughs) Yes. She calls a number that she doesn't recognize and dials it. And Samson is the one that answers. Mm. And he is currently at the Wild Country Dance Club. I'm pretty suspicious of Samson Mm. at this point. I could be wrong. It could be Jeremy or something or... Someone completely different. Who is it? Yeah. Samson. <laughs> Sorry. Continue on. Samson says that he hasn't seen her or heard from her and then just hangs up. Mm. A friend of Ashley's told investigators that Ashley told her that she was involved romantically with a much older man. Oh, no. And she was supposed to meet with that man that afternoon. <sighs> So the next day, investigators pull Samson out of a baseball practice for an interview. Mm. He told them that Ashley and his relationship was, like, purely platonic. Okay. He said he was actually dodging her the last few days because she was becoming obsessed with him and calling oh, him nonstop. Oh, it's her fault? What the fuck ever? I'm done with this motherfucker already. So they press him on and some statements that Ashley's friends gave. So he's like, this is what they're saying. Mm. And then his story changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it? Mm. He said that they never kissed, but they did have sex. So <laughs> in the back of the vehicle and afterward, he felt terrible about it. So that's mm. when he's... You see. 
Like, I don't even know if he did it yet, but I already hope he rots in hell. Like, sorry about it. Then he said he did want a relationship with her. So his story keeps changing from she's obsessed with him, he did a relationship. I think he's obsessed with her is probably more likely. So they continue to press him, and it turns out that that Ashley was in Samson's car the day before. Oh. He said that they had an argument that she was screaming and kicking. So he kicked her out of the car and left her on the side of the road and just left her. Well, so police do not believe that he would not try to contact her after um, Ashley's mom reaches out to her saying that she's never been home after he kicked her out. You probably would have some concern for this teenage child that you have a platonic, oh wait, no, I'm just kidding, a sexual relationship. No, wait, a real relationship. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. no. So they continue to question him, and he stays with that story still. So after a bathroom break, a new detective takes over the interrogation. And after 20 minutes, Samson crumbles at the mention of one name. Hmm. The detective asks, if I left from here and I went and talked to Grandma right now and I lay down this whole story that you're saying, what's Grandma going to say? Oh, it's his grandmother? It's Samson's grandma, yeah. Oh my goodness, okay. So Samson lived with his grandma and his mother. Mm. So Samson replies that he wants to go home and explain everything to his mom and grandma. Now Samson is breaking down and they leave him alone just enough time to let the guilt sink in. So after 12 hours of interrogation, he confessed to the crime. He says, can I show you what happened? So this is this is what happened. It is a little graphic, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to put that out there. Okay. Okay. So they had an argument, and she would not get out of his car. So he puts her in a wrestling chokehold, and when he did that, he heard a pop, and she went limp. Oh, no. He panics and doesn't know what to do. So he waited to look like she was strangled in the woods. So he takes her out of the car and drags her into the woods. <sighs> but she is still breathing. So he chokes her with his hands, but it's still not working. So he takes his belt and pulls it around her neck and he turns his head because he doesn't want to see, you know. Himself killing this poor girl? Yeah, pretty much. Then he hears a gurgle and then he lets go. He looks at her and she has now foam around her mouth. Oh my gosh. She was sick in color and her tongue was protruding between her teeth. Oh. He was not done, though. He uses a belt again, this time using his foot for leverage, and pulls as hard as he could until the belt breaks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But Ashley is still breathing. Fuck yeah, she is. So he repositioned one more time with the belt and choked her until there was no more breathing. Oh, my God. He is a sucky individual. And then he runs away. Mm, He just leaves her out in the woods. So he takes police to the location of Ashley's body and it's now dark and it's raining. It takes a while and police thought that he was just pulling their leg. Like, oh. it's not actually a place because it was, it's been 20-30 minutes now they're looking for her. Oh, and they haven't found a trace of her? No. Oh. Then they do find her. Oh, God. <laughs> and her body was sick in color. Her body was covered with bug bites. Oh. And she's been laying there now for 30 hours. Oh, my God. They get closer, and she is barely breathing. So she does have a little bit. Her chest is rising a little bit. 
They yell, she's breathing, get EMTs. Emergency personnel race to save her, but they didn't think that she would make it out of the woods. Oh my god, yeah, I can only... I'm amazed that she's still breathing. Oh, I know, after hands built, yeah, second built, yeah. Oh my god. But she does, and she makes it to the hospital. But she is now in a coma. Oh my gosh. So Samson, after all this, asked... He knows, you know, he's arrested, but he asked if he could get his contact solution so he can take his contacts out and also asked if he can get a cell by himself because he has a urinary stress disorder so he can't pee in front of people. No, nah, man. No. You're stuck with those contacts in your fucking eyeballs forever. Absolutely. And I hope you can't pee ever. <laughs> he said it would cause him a lot of discomfort, oh, which I fucking hope so. Yeah. <sighs> so. Ever. <laughs> Douchebag. Can I get some contact solution? Whatever. And there's no concern about Ashley. He doesn't ask about her, ask how she's doing. No, he doesn't care. He does not care. Gross. Samson was charged with attempted murder, but despite his confession, he makes bail and is released until trial. Uh, (laughs) I am angry to hear that. Right? During this time that he's released, he actually tries to kill himself with alcohol and pres- um, prescription pills. But Did EM- he actually just, or was he just on a bender? I don't know. Well, Whatever. EMTs come and try to save him, but he tries to punch at them, spit at them, and he even wrote, do not save or do not resuscitate on his chest. Okay. So. So I guess he's feeling bad a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Well, he, he got caught. He's yeah, going to go to jail. That's probably more it. But he survives, and he pleads guilty to attempted first-degree murder and was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Okay. So now Ashley, it took her a while for Ashley to get out of the coma, but she is strong, and she wakes up. She's clearly very strong. Oh, absolutely. That will, she never lost the will to survive. No, she did not. Absolutely not. The road was the road to recovery was long, painful, and heartbreaking. Mm. But because she had to retrain herself how to eat and how to drink, oh. she says she remembers her first drink of water and it was amazing. Oh, I bet. <laughs> you know. She states, "Part of me wants to try to remember, and then part of me is like, oh, that might not be a good idea. <laughs> I'm a fighter, and I just want to keep on." pushing myself harder and harder. I've grown, gotten older, and I've gotten a better outlook on life. Ashley now has two kids, a job, and surrounded by people who love her. Well done. She states, don't give up. Don't ever give up on yourself. There's bigger, better things out there. I've gone through plenty of hardships, and it's just keep fighting. Every day is a struggle, but you just gotta keep on trudging. Woo! I know. So... Dang. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Ugh. That guy's a jerk. What a fucking coward. Like, yeah. I can't even look at... I can't even look at her because it'll upset me. It's like, yeah. you're killing someone. Yeah, maybe, you know what? Hang tight. Stop. Yeah. And, you know... you She's still breathing? Maybe this is a fucking sign yeah. to stop. Let's save her yeah. and get her back to, you know... Oh, my God. People are... That guy is gross. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure he was someone she trusted and someone she looked up to, and he took total advantage. Absolutely. I mean, she's 17, he's 27. There's 10 years difference. He should have his shit together and not date someone who's underage, too. Also, also, good point. It's just disgusting. And it's... I don't know. 
But what? Oh my god! You know, like laying there for thirty hours, just waiting. Like you can't move. I'm. I absolutely. You know, you're holding on to life, just hoping. And now it's dark and it's raining, and you're just laying there, being eaten by bugs. It's terrible, terrible. Yeah, the bug bites are pretty scary. She was covered. They said. Oh. They thought she was dead. I mean, she looked dead. Yeah. And then she. They just saw her chest. Barely, barely move. move it, Ugh. but good job, Ashley. Oh, such a strong fighter. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, all right, you, your turn, Michelle. All right, all right. Well, I've got another strong fighter Ooh, on our hands. We love to hear it. Her name is Angela Hernandez. Okay, and actually, she's an Oregonian. Oh, hey. So she was driving from Oregon to Southern California on mm-hmm. Highway One. Have you mm-hmm. ever taken Highway One? Yeah. It's incredible. I mean, it's really quite beautiful, yeah. especially where this happens is in the Big Sur area, which is all gorgeous. Mountains. You know, a lot of redwoods with the ocean right there. And, you know, mm. it's very picturesque. My dad and I actually took this drive numerous times when I was a kid. Aww. We would go on road trips down to uh, the Hearst Castle. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's oh, William Hearst, I think is his name. Hopefully I didn't get that completely wrong. I don't know. Um, he's big newspaper baron type mm. guy and he had you know bazillions of money and he built this giant amazing castle <laughs> essentially in southern california oh wow he had like giraffes and lions out there and really like, two huge amazing pools one is indoors one is, is outdoors. it still there yeah oh really you can go tour it oh i'll it's look really, into that yeah it's really fun hmm. it's, a, it's a fun one anyway that's what i always think of when um i think of this area that Angela was driving through on Beauty. this day in July in 2018. Love to hear it. Okay. So she's rocking and rolling, heading down to Southern California. And then what ended up happening is a small little animal darted in front of her. As you know, probably from driving this area, it's sort of trees on one side and then cliff, cliff <laughs> on <laughs> the other side. So Angela swerved to miss this animal and oh. ended up flying right off the side of the cliff. Seriously? I don't know. I am an animal lover. I would just go. Keep going. I mean, yeah. That's there's... how I was always taught. It's right. like, are you willing to die for right. this small animal? Mm-hmm. But I think it's also a reflex. It's like, I ah, think it is a reflex. Something's yeah, in the road. I got to get out of the way. That's very true. And so she just swerved probably even just a little bit, but it was enough yeah. to send her off this 250 foot cliff. Holy cow. So she goes down this cliff mm-hmm. and actually ends up into the ocean. What? So she's partially submerged in the ocean and is, is knocked out. Oh, shit. she is unaware of kind of what's going on. Oh, my God. So then she wakes up, Uh and she's in her car, and she realizes that she can feel water rising up over her knees. And her car is turned off and not running, and, of course, it's all electric windows, and she can't get her car door open. Mm. Fortunately, she had a window breaker tool and just started hammering the heck out of it. But... What she realizes, like, oh my God, her head hurts a huge amount, and all this banging is making her feel like her bones are gonna fall apart. I mean, oh. it's just extremely painful. And so she reaches up and touches her head, and there's just <gasps> blood all over her. Oh my gosh. But she keeps on going. So she rips off her seatbelt, and she is able to actually smash through the driver's side window. So she actually starts, like, 
screaming out for her sister who oh. was actually not with her. Oh, like okay. when I first read this, I was like, oh my God, did she lose a sister? And, yeah. But she was actually just, I think, sort of hallucinating a little oh, bit due to her head, head injury. injury. She sort of, it actually took her a little bit of time after she was able to escape from the car. So she smashed the window. She was able to get out. Mm. And then she sort of looked around and everything was still a blur for her. Like she didn't really realize what had happened. And then she was able to kind of get away from the car, mm-hmm. take a beat. And then realized, oh shit, I just drove off the top of that cliff. So she's in the ocean now? She's on a rock in the ocean. Okay. So it's a very rocky beach. Uh I actually saw pictures of it. Yeah. And the cliff is very sheer. I see. And so there's not a very easy way for her to be like, oh, there's a path. I can just zip right up and get Mm. back up to the road and find help. So instead, she's sort of marooned on a rock in the ocean. Oh my gosh. Bit. And she's able to actually get to the beach and everything. Oh. But it's, again, just a very rocky beach uh-huh. with not a lot of beaches, maybe not the word we're looking right. for. It's just shore. Sure. Yeah, it's a rocky shore okay. with a cliff right behind it. And. She looked, you know, she kind of like looked back at her car and she realized like the roof had been completely ripped off in the fall. So she's assuming she probably did tumble (gasps) some. And she looked down at her feet and her shoes were gone. And she didn't know what happened to her shoes. And she tried getting back into the car where she kept like an emergency stash of water. And she wasn't able to get to that part. Like the car was just Mm -hmm. pretty mangled. So the next few days Uh end up being a complete blur to her so she's out there for days okay she's out there for days on a rock on yeah she's actually able to walk on the beach yeah this very rocky beach and she's searching for people and she would climb up rocks to avoid the sharp sand and so what ended up being the sharp sand was i guess there was a whole bunch of little crabs in the sand that would like pinch her whenever she would actually walk on any sandy part so it was the rocks or the awful sand yeah. were her two choices. And so every day she would try to sort of climb up as high as she could and then just call out for help. Oh. And we have to remember she is in rough Terrible. shape. Yeah. yeah. And on a highway. No one's stopping on a highway. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty, That's you know, it's well traveled, yeah. but it is the scenic route mm-hmm. and she is 250 feet down right. from the highway. So she would... Again, climb every day, try to get to a spot. But then she would kind of get up to that high spot and the sun would become unbearable. Oh. It was just so hot. And just the being, mm. this is July in Southern mm-hmm. California. It's probably 90 to 100 degrees plus. And she just felt like if she could yell just loud enough, she would get help. But unfortunately, she would never, Ugh. she never was able to yell get any yeah, yeah yell loud enough to get help from the highway so she would pretty much just make her way back and head back towards the car and so after three days she started really feeling the effects of dehydration 
I'm sure. So she wasn't able to get to her emergency water. Uh, and at this point, her jeans are torn apart. Her socks were nothing but holes. And she went back to the car to salvage what she could of her belongings. And she was actually able to find a 10-inch radiator hose, okay. which she took. She kept in her sweater pocket. What she would do with the hose is take it to the cliffside where there was moss. Mm-hmm. And kind of in the morning, she was able to siphon off some of the water Whoa. from the moss. And so she would just sit there for like an hour or more just trying to get the little droplets of water off the moss yeah so fortunately she was able to stay somewhat hydrated i mean and so every day just became her ritual she would walk up and down the beach looking for newer higher grounds looking for a path scream for help Uh at the top of her lungs and then collect water from the top of the cliffs like the falling water that would come down off the moss um and then every night she would uh, find the highest point she could climb up to and try to fall asleep there because she didn't want the the tide to rise you know just smashing her against all the rocks and it's so loud down there i'm I'm sure that's why no one can hear her probably probably And every morning she would wake up just completely soaked, head to foot in sea mist and, Mm. you know, the water coming up Mm -hmm. and she would watch the sunrise. And she said as days passed, every day became more predictable for her. And so she ended up spending seven days on this beach, unable to find help or get help and what she said that after all the time like she would have songs that she hadn't heard in years start like repeating through her head over and over she would dream about foods that she would eat when she got rescued and she would try to imagine the face of her rescuer like and who was gonna come and save her i know she said her last morning on the beach just before she was rescued Mm -hmm. spoiler alert (laughs) um she survives yeah Uh, She said it was an especially good one. She had seen the Big Dipper in the sky at night before she woke up to immense shoulder pain. Mm. Um, And she walked to all of her normal spots. But she started looking at everything a little bit differently that day. Hmm. So I'm wondering if she's maybe feeling a little reconciled to the fact that she may be dying soon. Or, you know, maybe everything became a little bit more glorious or... Mm-hmm. I'm speculating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so she had actually dozed off between a couple of big rocks, which is sort of cradling okay. her, poor thing. When she sat up, she saw a woman walking across the shore. What? Yeah, she was like, well, it has to be a dream. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> like, she's had similar dreams in the past few days. No, it has to be. But she ended up, like, sitting up and screaming for help, and then she sort of got up more and tried to go over to this person that she thought she saw. And it turns out that she was a man, and she couldn't believe her eyes that there was an actual person right. on this beach with her. And so it ended up being two surfers who had decided to go on a hike that day. And they found the Jeep. They came by Uh the Jeep and was like, what the hell is this Jeep doing here? This is not good. Yeah. So they ended up sort of looking around the whole beach area and found her asleep or found, came across her. Yeah. So they were able to actually call for help and the rescue you know, began. Oh. So I guess they had, it sounded like actually had already been looking for her. Um, right. But because there was so much fog and everything in uh-huh. this area that they just couldn't see her at all. Oh. So they were, they were, had been looking up this 50 to 60 mile stretch yeah. of beach looking for her, but oh. they were, were not able to find her. And the actual, uh, 
kind of main guy of the rescue attempt. Uh, his name is Bernal. I hopefully said that right. He advises drive, yeah, drivers to not swerve for animals in that area. Um, it's a natural reaction, but it's better to hit them and then rather yeah. than sacrifice yourself and head off the road. So they were able to find her, and this she was stranded in a not heavily trafficked area at all. She mm. was like pretty much if you could fall off a cliff in any point, this was the worst one. Because, oh. like, almost no one goes there. It's hard to see. Of it's course. just, yeah, so it's a poor thing. So they were able to get her to a hospital. And later, as she's recovering in the hospital, she learned from the doctors that she was suffering from a brain hemorrhage from <gasps> that yeah. from hitting her head. She had four broken ribs. She had fractures in both of her collarbones, a collapsed lung, and ruptured blood vessels in her eyes. And then also extreme sunburn on her hands, feet, and face. So anything that was exposed got hugely sunburned from her time there. So she had a brain hemorrhage for seven days and for still seven survived? Days, yes. Ooh, Along with a collapsed lung. Right. I mean, how a was collapsed she was lung able to breathe? Able to like try to even hike up anywhere. Yeah. You know, it's like incredible. But she said um, at the end of the day, none of that matters. I feel like I've had everything I've ever wanted. She's sitting here in the hospital laughing with her sister until she makes her broken bones hurt. She said she's experienced something so unique and terrifying that she can't imagine there isn't a bigger purpose for her in life. She said, I don't know you, or... I don't, I don't know. know you. <laughs> I don't know you guys. Life is incredible. That's what it is. Aww. I know. So she oh just feels like she was you know, saved for bigger stuff. And you know what? I agree wholeheartedly. I agree to that statement. My goodness. Aww. Oh. Yeah. So she ended up being on the beach for seven days before anyone found her. I can't even imagine. No, no food. And she just survived on water. From moss. From moss. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Drank out of a radiator hose. Yeah. That, she's, oh my gosh. She's so smart and uh, strong for that. That's a good thing, like, to keep emergency stuff in your car, though. That's a really good, like, she had that window breaker. She oh, had the water if she could have got to it. But I know, poor thing. I know. She would have been set with a gallon of water, which probably would have sure. been about what she drank i would imagine probably oh, from God, the moss that's so scary the ocean is terrifying and it's just like crashing underneath of you <laughs> well and those cliffs are just so sheer yeah. and there's not much of a shoulder and yeah mm -mm. it's just i remember when i was learning how to drive and i think the last road trip we took down to that area i must have been like 15 or 16 years old mm -hmm. and i was we had this big buick regal and it was like how does this car stay on the road like, right. it's too big. It's too big for these <laughs> curves. It's just going to fly off. And so I just remember being, like, almost in a panic as yeah. we were driving down these very windy roads. It was, you know, we're going to fly off at any moment. Yeah. Of course, I learned later, you know, yes, your car does stay on the road. <laughs> a Buick does fit. Fairly. That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. That's intense. Yeah. Ugh. Good job, Angela. Yeah. Cliffs are scary, man. Nick does not like heights. So every time we drive, like, one of those, like, just, there's a sheer cliff. He's always just like, you're too close to the edge. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in the lane. I'm. I know. I end up sort of riding in the other lane yeah. with the oncoming traffic just so I don't have to be quite so close. Right. There's a bridge down in California. I think it's the Richardson Bridge or Richmond. I don't know. Richmond Bridge. Mm. And 
It's a double-decker bridge that goes over the, like, sort of San Francisco Bay area. Uh-huh. But on the bottom floor of this double-decker, you it has all these grates to let the rainwater out. And so you can see the ocean as you're driving by. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I understand that a car cannot fit through a grate that is, like, 18 inches wide and, you know... But I always feel like my car's going to just plummet through these grates somehow. Like, I'm just going to go flying into the ocean. It's terrifying. That's fair. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Those are really great stories. I know. Well done, Caitlin. Well done, Michelle. Look at that. Well done, survivors. You my guys gosh. That's right. That's right. What the fuck are we even doing? We're just drinking peach lemonade. <laughs> and being inspired. Yes. And being inspired. Well said, Caitlin. Thank you. All right. Well, anything else to wrap up with? Um, uh... I don't know if you want to send your fan letters to the rock stars <laughs> that we are now. Feel VMP, free. Uh, VMPs. VIPs, I guess. Yeah, we wrote it on our, our A little wristband. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It was great. It was it a was, good time. It was a good time. Part will never happen again. But so no, enjoy this we, moment, we Michelle. Peaked. <laughs> yeah, we I peaked. have at least. I know that for sure. <laughs> I feel like you got more stuff coming. But we'll see. I uh, hopefully not in high school. I didn't pee because if that was my peak, I'm depressed. No, girl. So. <laughs> I know for sure. <laughs> you've you. just done amazing things since then. That's oh, all I'm thank saying. You. That's very sweet. All right. Well, <laughs> we better wrap this we- shit up. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and we'll see you guys next time. If I don't get fan mail, I'm going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> we don't have a... Shh. Oh. Bye. You sent us an email. <laughs> Bye. Oh, yeah. I guess yeah, you can send an email. No, Whatever. Yeah, there's no... We don't have a PLR. A true fan would find it. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy, no? I know. I'm like, mm, maybe not. No. Okay. Creepy. Well, bye. Bye. Time to wrap up.